Now, before we really get into it, I feel like I should mention that I honestly have never heard of Tokyo Revengers until I saw it chilling out on, on live chart. So I have next to zero idea of what to expect from the series as a whole. And as a warning, uh, I will get pretty heavy into some spoiler territory. Uh, I'm going to be going over a good chunk of the episode, mostly all the major points that I wanted to bring up and, and talk about. So this is your final warning for spoilers. Now, the very first thing that the author apparently wanted to show us as an audience is that the character as who he is now just inherently pisses people off just by, like, existing, you know? Like, the very first thing that we see the main character, uh, Takamichi do is sit there and watch the news and then eventually just turn it up to where it's blasting and piss off his downstairs neighbor so bad that she has to come upstairs, bang on his door, and tell him to turn it down. And by the way she was acting, I'm pretty sure she also even said it, like, this was not the first time. This is a repeat occurrence. Which, to be fair, the news was playing a story about how his ex-girlfriend from middle school and her brother had been killed in some gang-related accident. I would probably turn it up myself, but maybe not to the point where I'll piss off my downstairs neighbor again. Then all he could do about the whole situation was just stand there and quietly apologize to his neighbor, and judging by her reaction, that's his usual MO, is to just stand there and apologize and then continue doing the same thing over and over again. And it's not just her who seems to be having these issues with Takamichi, you know, doing something wrong and then just quietly apologizing for it. Because it then takes us to him working at some, like, video rental store or something. I'm not sure if I fully caught what it was. But he was there pissing off some co-worker about how he was putting, like, the DVDs in wrong or the CDs in wrong. And again, all he could do was sit there and quietly apologize to this coworker who seems like they have had to deal with him messing this up several times already. Meaning that again, this is a repeat occurrence of him doing something wrong and then just apologizing. It's one thing to make a mistake and then apologize. However, it's a different thing to make a mistake, apologize, and then keep making that mistake and then to keep apologizing for it, and then never show any, like, signs of improvement, because then people are going to start taking that apology as less serious, which is about where both the uh, downstairs neighbor and the co-worker seem to be at with him. Then we see the main character walk down the street, and this is when we learn that not only does he kind of annoy the people around him, but he's also kind of unlucky and doesn't seem to really have much of like a spine, you know, like in terms of he's not going to stand up for himself if he feels wronged or anything like that. And we learn this because, you know, as he's walking down the street, these like middle school or elementary school kids like stop him and then surround him and like start intimidating him. And he instantly back down. So he instantly like submits to these kids and they make fun of him and, and all that kind of stuff and then they like take like a coin and they scrape it up against some random guy's car and they take off running and of course you know the, the unlucky part comes in the guy happens to just be walking by at that point and just sees Takamichi standing there by himself next to his keyed car and all Takamichi can do is 
apologize as per his usual self and just take off running. At least in this situation, he decided to to make a run for it instead of just standing there apologizing to this poor guy. So at this point, it's been clearly established that Takamichi is a type of character who's not really going to stand up for himself. Uh, he's not the most assertive or anything like that. Uh, he also doesn't seem to be trying to do anything with himself or show any signs of self-improving or improving his situation or anything like that. However, things start to get a little interesting a little bit later when he's standing at a train station. It starts off as like a pretty calm scene of him just standing at a crowded platform waiting for the train. But then like the camera angle switches to the point of view of somebody behind him and moving closer to him. And at this point, I started to get a little bit of, you know, Saga of Tony the Evil vibes. And I started to get excited that, like, oh, dang, is this a is this an isekai? You know, I'm a big isekai guy, so I started to get, you know, a little hopeful. Then those Tony the Evil vibes started to really kick in, as whoever this person was behind Takamichi pushes him right off the platform and of course truck coon's older brother train coon was coming in hot and was getting ready to send this man to a whole new world and it was very hard not to sing that part takamichi falls right onto the tracks but has enough time to look up to see truck coon coming for him and then he has like this little weird eye zap thingy i'm not sure what it is but we'll go back to that later because i'm kind of hella sus about it but then he has like a vision or something or the whole you know life flash before his eyes type thing and he sees his now dead ex-girlfriend from, from middle school and she says something to him and in that like whole scene we learn a couple of interesting things about takamichi that i didn't necessarily expect well one I expected the other one was totally unexpected uh one he peaked in middle school which is obvious because well same and then also he seemed to have been number two in some gang and when I when he said that I could not believe it I have never felt so lied to this guy Mr quietly apologized consistently over and over again was number two in some gang of delinquents in middle school like this soft boy takamichi we talk about the same guy here like come on there's not a single shred of delinquent or gangster left in him he's all soft boy now but now suddenly he's back in his middle school body and confused as hell if it's just going back in time, does that still count as an isekai? Like, does the past count as another world? Because technically he would create like another world line or something, wouldn't he? We can talk about this another day. Anyways, he's back hanging out with his old friends from middle school. And we get this really funny moment where they're walking through a mall. And he happens to pass by a full body mirror where he's actually finally able to like see himself again and he just gets ridiculously embarrassed at what he's wearing because he's like dressed up like a stereotypical gangster I guess for for them and another moment that I strangely related to because 
if I were to like see myself back in my middle school clothes, I would probably have the same reaction. And I feel like a lot of people might have that reaction just because, you know, middle school. It becomes more and more painfully obvious that he does not remember how to be a gangster uh, or remember how he used to act back in the day. His friends are already starting to see him act a little bit weird. Uh, his friends are his gang that he was in, so they're all, you know, rough and tough gangsters. And I am once again completely blindsided at, like, how much of a delinquent he actually was back then. Because I guess, like, they used to refer to him as the charge commander, who was mostly known for striking first and using his specialty attack of some backhand attack or something. Apparently, at the point in time that he's gone back into the past, he and his friends' gang are preparing to go to war with another gang of second years from uh, some middle school in Tokyo or something. And they go around to this school and start questioning students as they're leaving school, trying to find the second years so that way they can figure out where the gang is so they can have their fight and establish dominance or something like that. However, they are unable to find any second years, so they end up going to some nearby park outside the school and wait for the second years to leave the building. Now, if things hadn't been bad enough for this guy, this is when things really start to head downhill. He suddenly re remembers what today is, and he remembers it a second too late, because this was the day that he and his friends got messed up. And I have no clue how this guy didn't remember what today was, like, the second that he started going and asking all these students questions about where the second year years were because out of nowhere these real delinquents show up i would be scared of, of these kids if i saw them these guys look like grown adults they got you know their whole dyed hair and they got cigarettes like what kind of middle school student is out there smoking cigarettes a group of them these are real delinquents like anime there's gotta be a point where a middle school student just looks too grown up. These guys look like they are about to get onto motorcycles with crowbars and then just start breaking into people's houses. Like, these look like the gang from uh, Dorawara, that, that motorcycle gang. And it turns out that this was all a setup by one of the second years because all the second years happen to be out on some sort of trip. So the third years show up and that's who who these dudes are these delinquents they are third year middle schoolers and part of the tokyo manji gang pretty sure these guys are middle school but again these guys look like grown adults so i'm not entirely sure on that but it ends in him and his friends getting beat completely senseless and i mean bad like there's a middle school brawl and then there's what happened to Takamichi and his friends. It it wasn't even funny. Then Takamichi decides to remember what happens after this. And basically, they were forced to become errand boys slash punching bags for this gang until he moved away and started his apologizing spree. Which means that this dude took an L so bad that he lost his gangster card, right? Just gone. Complete soft boy after losing so bad. 
and that's when he starts to remember about his middle school girlfriend and about how she died and about the broadcast that, that he heard before coming back into the past. The most interesting point that he remembers about it is that it involved the Tokyo Manji gang, meaning that those dudes who just beat him senseless are involved in the death of her like 12 years in the future or something, which is an interesting connection that I'm sure is going to become a much bigger thing later on. After taking that L with his boys, they begin to walk home, but instead of walking home with the boys, he decides to go visit his girlfriend, which is when I got a little confused because he didn't remember the day he and his homies got handed such a big L, but he did remember where his middle school girlfriend lived. So he goes to her apartment and they have a really nice emotional moment where he realizes how much that he, he loves her and she looks super worried because of how beat up he looks. Probably because he just, you know, got seriously beat up by some quote-unquote middle school third years. He leaves her house pretty quick so that way like, she wouldn't worry about him or something like that and goes to some park to sit down and I guess like brood he just kind of sits there and thinks for a bit and then here at this park is where something happens that i didn't expect to happen we finally see takamichi get mad and annoyed at that something and that's because near him there is this group of kids who are bullying this younger kid trying to get his money they are making so much noise that Takamichi flips a switch or something, goes full gangster mode, and just decks one of these kids in the face. That makes those bullies run away and leave the smaller kid alone. That's when Takamichi starts to give this kid advice on how to deal with these kinds of guys. Talk about like how to stand up for yourself and be confident and all these things that will scare off any like half punks, you know? And I was just kind of rolling my eyes at him saying all this stuff because he has already proven that he doesn't even do those things and that's not who he is anymore. He was scared of the thought of even punching somebody two hours ago. Eventually he learns that this kid's name is Naoto Tachibana who happens to be the younger brother of his girlfriend Hinata Tachibana. And both Naoto and Hinata die in I think it was 12 years in the incident with the Tokyo Manji gang and that's when Takamichi decides to tell little Naoto here that both he and his sister are going to die in 12 years just tells him that out of the blue it tells this little kid about when he's going to die I don't know why he did that or why Naoto would even believe him. Could you imagine being told by some random older guy that you and your sister are going to die on this day because he's from the future? I'm not sure if I would. And I was a little thrown off just because I feel like most stories that deal with time travel in some capacity always go through like some no changes phase where they try not to mess with, with a timeline until like certain key points. But Takamichi didn't even think about the consequences. He just sent it. Suddenly, Takamichi's eyes do the whole eye spark thing again. I believe that's the second time that it's happened. And he wakes up in the hospital seemingly after the whole train coot incident. That's where it's revealed that he was actually saved after falling off the platform by none other than Naoto, 
who now survived the incident and was able to save Takamichi. Naoto then goes on to explain that because of what Takamichi told him when he was so young that he joined the police force and became some higher up in the police force, like a detective or something I don't necessarily remember, just to protect his sister for when the day came. However, he failed and Hinata died. That's when Naoto then asks Takamichi to continue to help him save his sister and the only way I can assume how of going back in time and changing things over and over and over again until they can get to the good timeline. And that's when the episode ends. The episode as a whole left me with several questions and thoughts about what might happen in the future. As I mentioned at the start of the video, I have no knowledge about this series other than the episode that I just watched. So anything that I say now is purely based off of things I noticed from this first episode and the questions I have from it and how I think that they might go. I'll go ahead and start with where I think the show is going to go from here, or at least where I would like the show to go from here. I think it'd be really cool if this turns into like him uh, him as in uh, Takamichi, going back into time and getting he and his buddies out of whatever situation that they're currently in with the Tokyo Ma Manji gang and forming a new gang that's made to directly counter whatever the Tokyo Manji gang does in an attempt to save Hirata later down in the timeline. However, I could also see this show turn into like a time-traveling fiasco where he's constantly jumping back and forth, making changes until they get to the good timeline where Hinta lives. This first episode also left me with a couple of questions that I can see either not having answers or that will be answered later on and I will be looking out for their answers as the show continues. My first question will be, What's up with the whole eye spark thing? I think it's quite obvious that it might symbolize when he jumps in time, whether forwards or, or backwards. And I'm also left with the question of when he goes back in time and is back in his middle school body with his older uh, consciousness, and then when he jumps back forward, back to his, like, we'll call it the present day body, does his younger consciousness just take back over for the rest of that timeline? And like just blacked out or something like I'm, I'm sure that's not an important detail but it's something that I think about my second question is going to be why Naoto even believed him again I'm not sure if I would believe some random slightly older person telling me that he's from the future and me and my sister are going to die in 12 years my third and final question, which is probably the most least important question, is who pushed him and why? Now, I think we have a couple of possible suspects just based off of what we've seen so far. It could have been one of his co-workers, doubtful, his neighbor, also doubtful, uh, that dude who got his car coined. I think that has some possibility in it. Or could it be him from the future? I think that's one that's a little, maybe too far out there, considering from the little we know about the time travel in this situation, it's more of he's taken over his consciousness, but in the same body, rather than like him, two versions of him being there. Or it's some other unknown character that we haven't, haven't met yet. Or it's just going to be a mystery forever. Like, it doesn't have an answer. He was just pushed off. 
but that's just what I think. What do you guys think? Do you think I missed any important details that may have given me the answers to anything that I just asked? Or do you guys have more questions that you think we should be looking at or other predictions for the future? Let me know what you think down in the comments or you can join me on the stream and we can talk about it there. I hope you guys enjoyed the video. This is definitely new territory for me, so there's still a lot of room for improvement and I'm excited to see where this can go in the future. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe, and I'll see you guys in the next one.